Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello? Hello? Hello?
Yay, I got kicked out before. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. This is Zuka, right? Yes, this is Zuka. Okay. All right, we are live. Yes, we are, finally. Um, So I know we have a few callers that are going to call around. Around around seven o'clock, so that okay, would be nice. Fine. Um, I want everyone to kind of know the rundown or the new rundown of right. everything that's going to be going on. Right. So, um, every first and third Wednesday, occasionally on a fifth Wednesday, if there is one, maybe we're gonna have um wellness Wednesdays. Our first, every first Wednesday, it would be a um, open mic all the way, and then possibly an interview, and then on our third Wednesday, we have um, mental health discussions, because I feel like a lot of our creative brains are very much ailing, and we all have our own little idiosyncrasies that we struggle with. And I feel like we need to have a space to talk about them, and I would love to use the knowledge I have with my clients and just the knowledge period of the CSM to kind of bounce off ideas on how we should handle the the struggles that we go through, whether it be through poetry or talking or both. And I hope that my uh, radio spot will be a safe place for everyone to do that. Okay. um, Can you hear me well? A little bit. Yes, I can now. Better. Yeah, because I got it on uh, auxiliary, and I'm kind of like, I don't have the phone up to my face. I'm trying to have hands-free. Uh, gotcha. Eventually, I have to get one of those uh, Bluetooth things. Yeah. That's what I'm on right now. You want a Bluetooth? Yeah. I'm trying to get to my music for the night. Right. I feel like I'm going in the wrong direction, but we'll find out. <laughs> okay, you can try to get to a quiet location. Yes, I am. So, it should be, should be good. Uh, let's see. So, we've been kind of off the air for a while. So, what have you been up to? Just, um, I've been working on trying to do um, uh, poetry events through ministry now. Not, not, so much, not so much doing poetry sets, whatever, but more doing it as a ministry, as a evangelistic movement. And, uh, and, I, and I've been doing sets, you know, going to sets a lot. And um, I'm, I'm really mm-hmm. interested. It's a, lot, it's a lot of things I want to do. Uh, a lot of things I want to do as far as creating. Creative wise, you know, I want to um, 
start back into filming. I want to do a documentary. Um, um, you know what? I really, I know everyone is kind of like jumping on board of the uh, Spike Lee being in Chicago doing Chirac. Okay. You know, I really kind of hate that because uh, I don't, people, I mean, it's kind of like, I, I, I really don't want to be in agreement with that you know, as far as, um, Embracing that in any type of way, I, I think it's kind of a violation. He's trying to capitalize. We try to capitalize uh, him being cheap as heck. Um, capitalize on easy money. Okay. You know, and he knows easy money because you know people are going to you know jump on board as far as uh, the actors and things like that. He's going to have. Um, he's going he's gonna to have. He's going to make a, a really good. Uh, come up with less money doing this movie. You know, doing the movie kind of glorifying, um, uh, you know, the riffraff and the violence um, in Chicago. Oh, um, interesting. Now, that's what I personally feel. I personally feel um, it's really not an interest. Uh, it's, it's really not an interest in... Um, and I already know, based on his film, based on studying his film, you know, um, I do like his, I do like his films, but I'm not a big fan of them. And and I see the pattern. The reason why I see the pattern of, of his film, and I already know what I already know what he stands for. And I already, I already know what he stands for. It is not Christianity. It's not about uplifting um, uh, through Christ. And it's actually more of a, a mockery, or. Mm-hmm. Pretty much belittling. If, if, if you pay attention to his films, it's pretty much the belittling of uh, people who are about, you know, Christianity or, or, or Christian life. He pretty much puts it on a, um, uh, a spectacle as um, being, you know, uh, just a bunch of nonsense that that's, um, he tries to portray it. He portrays it as. Okay. You know, um, and he and he puts up. Uh, and you know, I love. You know, I I love to watch. Uh, I really do. I do love that movie, Malcolm X. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, it was definitely um. Uh, it was definitely no type of uh, reconciliation for for uh, his. His last, uh, his last dialogue that uh, that was portrayed in the movie. Well, there was no recollection in that at any time. It was all about it was all about uh, Allah and uh, the Muslim faith. You know, pretty much glorifying the Muslim faith. You know, uh, mm-hmm. if you, you want to now now, like I said. Being in being in this country, you have the right to uh, in this country. You have the right to uh, glorify or uplift whatever faith you you can um, right. uh, lean lean towards. But when you lean towards when you lean towards uh, when you when you lean towards uh, your your faith with the specific. With a uh, specific catch twenty two to it, it seems like there's always the catch twenty two with your leaning towards your faith. 
you always have a a, a sucker punch towards the Christian base. I see. But I, what I feel is like people don't quite understand the levels of the Christian faith, and I don't think they quite understand the core of the Christian faith, and that's where I think we run into a lot of problems. Because the core is basically love everyone, don't judge anyone, love everyone, and live your life. Be a good person. And just act like you care about everybody else. That's like the biggest two things that are about Christianity. And I think that that's human. You know, like people want people to care about them. Not, I don't know like what other people's definition of love is. So basically, people just want you to care about them. You know, if that's all you do and that you're a good person and you don't kill people and you're not malicious, and then what's so hard about that? You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like there needs to be an uproar when all it's been is people just um, forgetting about that core. Because Jesus was a person that loved everyone. Is that right. so hard? <laughs> you know. You say, is, is that so hard to do? Yeah. In this day and age, uh, yeah, it is. Um, it, it, it's easy. It's easy to love people that love you, but he said, "What's what's the what's the uh, the reward in that? How you love people that don't love you?" You just be cordial to them. That's how you show them love. <laughs> you don't have to be, oh, let's go over to my house. Let's do this. Let's do that. No, you can be cordial to them. Yeah. You know, you don't have to go all out if you're not feeling it. Yeah, because I just, not just an act, I just, uh, um, you can love someone without doing the uh, the ritual or the, uh, the stage. Sometimes it can be staged, you know, but deep in your heart. You know, God knows the heart if you really love a person. You can do things. You can definitely stage things, and you can make other people make it seem like you are you're this righteous person. But no, mm-hmm. God knows the heart. I have good news. I'm almost there. Okay, uh, once you get there, you're going to have to catch your breath. I'm good. This is, this is how you build up your stamina. This will help me practice for when I have to perform at my future college tour in September um, or the fall and the spring. We may start in October, not September. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm really excited about it. I can't That's wait for cool. everybody to kind of join in on the party. Absolutely. But I also do have plans for the radio show. Is every week I want to have a guest. I pretty much have it booked up until the end of August. I just have to confirm. So it looks like we have a jam packed 
couple months. And if I have the cooking card, I can broadcast the game when I'm on my trip. So you guys will get um, a worldwide view of poetry and art from different areas. Um, throughout the next couple months, I know a couple rappers, and they've been itching to get on the radio. So I can't wait for you guys to hear them, because it's all about conscious music, and it's all about mattering and doing things that inspire everyone. So I'm hoping that within these two hours each week that we become that. That we that we start inspiring each other, that we become better than we like. Right. You know, um, you know, I, I was just talking about that. Um, I was actually talking about that with my mom about being better. I was saying like, uh, I don't know why I thought. I don't know why I saw this off. Can you hear me? <laughs> okay, say that again. Uh, we're no longer. We're no longer I, I don't know why I, I hate this. Uh, I don't know why I hate this perspective from. You can take a left here. I don't know why I heard this expression from, but um, I, I saw uh, an expression that said, uh, don't focus on trying to be, uh, do one thing 100% better. They said, don't focus on trying to do one thing 100% better. They said, focus on doing 100 things 1% better. I feel you on that, and that's what I'm about. Yeah. That's what I'm about. So we're live, we're recording. Um, As we... Uh, as we get some callers going here, I want to go over some um, the format. Some rules? You... Yeah. Okay. Now I'm I'm looking at the format. Now that you that you gave me, I'm looking at the format. We're opening up with um, an open mic and asking two questions about the the piece, right? Yeah. And the questions are you have it right here. It says what inspired it and where can we find you? Yeah. Because we want and... to spread. We want to spread the good work, and we want people to be able to find each other. Okay. And then we're going to, okay. Now, when we start talking about, um, when we start talking about creativity and mental health, uh, where is that, where where are we intercepting in that? That will be, well, I would like to kind of infuse it depending on the pieces that are shared, but I also would schedule, like, the third Wednesday of every month to talk about that. But if on the open mic we have some, some pieces that touch on our mental health and our spirit and our self-esteem, I'm more than willing to expand and to educate and to allow you to feel safe. Oh. Okay. So it it would be good to have like a, even um, a professional uh, person on the call talking about mental health. 
I mean, other than me, yes, and I'm planning on getting one of my friends, one of my licensed friends, or even a possible professor to enlighten us on everything that's going on. I mean, I do have my master's in therapy, so I would love to be able to utilize that for the creative mind. And I do plan on getting my doctorate in this very subject, so start everything oh, okay. here. Okay, so basically, uh, you're, you're pretty much... If you have a master's in it, if you have a master's in it, you pretty much cut out any middleman. If you have other uh, outside, uh, you know, um, knowledge about the about the subject, but uh, uh, you don't you don't you don't have to pay you don't have to pay anybody else to uh, come on the call. You pay yourself. Please, yeah, oh, there, please. Um. Anywhere in the here, right behind across the street where the ball fields are. Uh, and on the other side, right on the line of the code. Well, here's the best place, man. Here's, I'd say that the space that is uh, right across the street from behind the venue set, so that's where the speakers are pointing. Take him down for Okay, so I just secured us some music. So now I just got to find my friends, and we will be on. Wait, listen, right. Okay? So, yeah, do we have any callers yet? Mannerism? Hello? I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay, do we have any callers yet? No, we have no callers right now. We have no callers right now. Okay, so the five people that told me that they were calling are probably running late. But it's okay. Yes. There's got to be a way I can have this um, this call is kind of like, uh, I wish there was a way I could actually see numbers instead of actual locations on this thing. You only see locations? Yeah, on the uh, on the actual um, the talk show hosting um, terminal, it shows uh, it shows a host, you know, what you mean, uh, open it up as a host, and then it, and then it has you, and then it has you, which represents Central New Jersey. Right. Do you live in um, Central New Jersey? I live there. I'm there half of the week, and I'm in Brooklyn the other half of the week. So, okay. You're mostly but I am in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. So, so you, you mostly reside in Brooklyn? Yeah. Okay. Um... Let's see. So I kind of do you want me to kind of read a piece for everyone, so that we can kind of get this get this off the road, and you can kind of I guess interview me so that everybody can kind of know um, who I am and why you know why I do this and whatnot and 
and where they come from, or is there anything that you want me to tell our listeners? About, so, too much of our interview with you and then vice versa? Right, and so, I guess until we can get some callers, um, or... You know what I can do is I can kind of give you a little rundown of what I'm is doing it? the next couple of months. Yes, and I definitely, I definitely want to hear that, but uh, is, it, is it possible you can get to a, a more quiet location? Okay, hold on a minute. Yeah, I, I know you're in the city. I got to sleep, so it's kind of hard. Right. Because I just what? sat down and a whole bunch of people are having conversations around me, which is not cool. Yeah, so uh, that, I, I always thought of myself, you know, I've never been in, uh, well, I've been in New York uh, some, time, some time ago, but uh, the fact is, I always thought, like, if it's a city I'm not sleep in, I think I need to be there because uh, I don't think I sleep. Mm. Understood. Understood. Okay. And I move and it gets a little. Can you hear me better now? Uh. Try to still hear them in the background. Uh, all right. Let me. We're gonna do it different. We're gonna do something different in a second. I've lost my group, but I don't care. Okay, good. What did so, you do? Did you, kill, did you kill him? I killed my Bluetooth, and I got into an area where not many people are talking. Oh, I thought you killed the people. I'm sorry. I, it was like, <laughs> much better. I thought you just said, you know what, guys? No, I do not murder people. I may make you feel okay. real bad with my poetry, but I don't murder people, no. That doesn't... That is not one of my goals in life. That is completely opposite of my living. Well, look, it would be a good topic to talk about if you did. That would be very interesting. I'll definitely have a lot of people come up, call her here, like, yes, yeah, so, uh, uh, she just shot uh, a few people. We want you to call her and give you, a, give you advice, some, uh, you know, spiritual advice, and even legal advice. Please call her now. Sorry. No, no, no. I think what we really need to do, if we're on the, if we're gonna do a little segue into killing people, we really need to talk about this Black Lives Matter movement. Um, I really feel as if there's a lot of things that are going on that is unexplainable. Um, every life has a purpose. Every life has a meaning. So nobody should be counting and killing for no reason. And I also feel as if um, there are reasons for riots and there are reasons for people speaking out. And because I was so outraged with everything going on ever since Trayvon, ever since the verdict for Trayvon Martin, I've been trying to push this. Um, at the time it was called um, the Martin Files, but now it's called 
Firewords, the State of Our Union, because I want to do an anthology with other poets and other artists um, speaking out against um, gun violence, not necessarily anti-police, but just plain gun violence, because I have, like, some of my best friends are police officers, and I have nothing against them. I just feel as if we need to discuss the gun violence, and we need to discuss the schema that people are creating that are that are allowing them to feel unsafe around certain people, even if they are not um, a threat to you. So if right. anybody is interested in joining the State of Our Union Firewords um, anthology, you can um, talk about it in the chat and um, send us an email at scenicpro at gmail.com. So S-I-N-I-K-P-R-O at gmail.com and put um, Firewords, one word, F-I-R-E-W-O-R-D-S, in the subject matter, and we can get on the road with this. We are doing a buzz party for that on December 15th, I believe, which is a Friday, at um, Harlem on 5th, in Harlem, obviously. And so we can have some documentaries, some poetry, some music. Um, I already been speaking to my friends because we did it a couple years ago, but we want to start it again because I really do want to publish it next year uh, on Trayvon's birthday. So I really need everyone to band together and really be about it because we're going to be raising money for these children's lives um, and these children's families that have been tragically cut short due to, I, I want to call it schema fallacies, because everyone is so conditioned to believe that black is bad or black is dangerous or a person wearing this is dangerous or a person wearing that is dangerous when necessarily the personality could be completely opposite of how they look. So they should never be victimized based on how a person looks. Right. As Martin Luther King used to say, it's about your character. So in my case, it's about your personality. If your personality is different, then I'm going to judge you on your personality. I'm not going to judge you on the way you look because that is just completely wrong. And that's where we run into the isms of the world, the racists of the world, the bulletinists, the bigotry and the bigots of the world. We want to get away from that. We just want to, again, like we were talking about before, love everyone. Right. Hey, you know what? I'm going to tell you right now, that's, that's, that's the movement. Whatever uh, I want to put my hands to, whatever I'm doing, that key word right there is it. That's it. It's simply that is it. I feel that um, you know, politicians, even the church, even the church has uh, failed in uh, trying to uh, be the doctors, the physicians, I should say, uh, the ambassadors of, uh, you know, of the, of the society as far as, uh, you know, uh, giving, being a beacon of light and uh, giving people direction and some type of hope. Uh, the hope, the hope, uh, the hope preachers, you know, um, the hope facilitators, uh, they have failed. Uh, politicians definitely have failed. Um, I feel as if, I feel as if, yes, a lot of people are feeling, but I also feel as if, especially when it comes to the church, that when we lump the entire church together, that's when we fail. Because not everyone in the church 
is truly saved and truly lives by what they what they're categorized by as a Christian or a Jew or whatever. So you again have to look at how the person lives. So they can say they're a Christian but not act like a Christian. And that's what we run into is is people are are lumping everyone together when we are just individual people. Because again, the church is the body of Christ, meaning your body. You are the church. So if you don't act the way that it's been told to act, or you've been learned, you've been taught to act, then that's on you. That's not on the entire church. And as far and again, that's again with the issues with the policemen, which is why I don't say believe it's anti-police. Is because not all policemen feel that way. They feel threatened by black people or feel threatened by a guy that's wearing a hoodie or a guy that's looking like a thug. Like, not all cops have been conditioned that way. And and so we have to kind of look at it on a person-by-person, fact-by-fact basis. And it makes it easier on the world if they are, if we lump everyone together because that's how our brain kind of makes everything easy. It's like we put people in schemas because, like, okay, so most people are like this in this group, most people are this in this group, so I might as well just call them all that. And I think once we start to identify our differences and celebrate our differences, then a lot of all these problems will stop, which is a whole other topic as far as, like, melting pot. I don't agree with America and this melting pot. I think we're more like a top salad because everybody has their own culture that they're bringing to America and they're using it in America, but it doesn't make... Because when you call America a melting pot, you merge everyone together to look the same, and we're all not the same. We all have different things to bring to the table, so we need to be separate in, in, our, in our qualities and characteristics, but equal in that we are all working together. Does that make sense? You know, uh... Yeah, it, 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 makes, uh, it, it makes a lot of sense. I definitely agree with what you said uh, about the body of Christ and uh, how if someone does something wrong, we can't blame the whole body. That's that person doing that, and it's the body of Christ. And when you do things as a body of Christ, they're not just uh, your pastor or uh, you you try your own agenda or whatever, you know what I'm saying? You try to lift yourself up, whatever. I think um, as you do as a body of Christ and uh, you're lifting up uh, the main, the main, um, the main person or being, which is the, the Lord. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's the, that's the page we need to be on. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I, um, I definitely, I, I definitely agree with that. I think. Um, I think we. I think we're targeting. You know that movie. You know Tomorrowland. That movie. That was really good. It has a lot of subliminal things in that movie. Um, it really. It was an eye opener. Uh, I never had a movie that really disturbed me. Meaning, like not disturbed me like a, a horror flick would do, but I mean disturbed me like the truth. You know. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how it's the issue. The truth can hit you so hard, whether it be subliminal or even blatant. Right. But it, it just disturbs you. It just disturbs mm-hmm. you, and uh. It seems like all the stuff that's going on with the riots and all the commotion, even um, uh, the earthquakes, um, you know, uh, the natural disasters happening, they're portraying this in this movie Tomorrowland. And then there's one thing um, 
the, the little girl, the, um, the young girl character was saying to uh, her dad mm-hmm. uh, um, in the house at, at the kitchen table, she was she was reminding her dad, who was a, a rocket scientist, and um, just remi- and he was kind of discouraged, of, uh, discouraged because, you know, uh, I think they closed his program or he lost his job or something as a rocket scientist for NASA or something like that. But she had, she was encouraging her and saying, uh, uh, I don't want to uh, uh, phrase this wrong. She was saying, uh, feed, she was talking about feeding uh, the good wolf. What the wolf? The wolf. What are you feeding the wolf? Are you are you mm-hmm. gonna feed uh, are you gonna feed the wolf negativity or positivity? You know. Right. You feed the, the you, you, feed, you feed the wolf. That's pretty much uh, what the wolf is going to grow by. Exactly. And I know I've told you this, Jack, and I got to watch the movie again so I can get the, what she said right. But pretty much whatever you feed it to, that's that's what's that's what's going to grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. Now, now that's scripture because if I could quote the, uh, the scripture in the Bible, it says in Proverbs, it says, uh, "Where there is no wood." The fire goes out. Mhm. Mm-hmm. That is very powerful. Very and that's powerful. exactly what you said. Whereas no wood, the fire goes out. In the other, in the is, other, um, in Tomorrowland. Because right. if you so feed look. the fire wood, the fire will keep burning. If there's no more wood, the fire goes out. Same thing as you were saying about the wolf. Right now, guess what? Based on uh, no, uh, well, based on the word, but. As a reminder, this movie really gave me um, a, a, a spark of an inclination of what's really who the main terrorist is. And guess who it is? Guess who's holding the, guess who's holding the wood? Guess who has big logs in their <laughs> it's us, in right? fire? Who, guess who it is? And no one's, no one's actually going after them. They're going after everybody else, but they're not going after the ones that's putting... The wood to the fire. Who is Guess it? Who is, is it? Is it us? The media. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're totally Fox. right. Fox. It's the media Let's that's teaching us. Our, the media is teaching us. Yeah. It's like the TV raising your children. Yeah. The media. The media is. The media is doing it. Uh, and on that, in that note, that's why I went to this radio show to be part of the media that is not perpetuating stereotypes and hate and disloyalty yeah, and that's what, all exactly, that. Exactly, and that's why I can't stand the fact that Spike Lee is in Chicago uh, putting the wood, putting the wood to the fire. Shot right. Okay. He's coming here. And putting wood to it. That's what I feel. Now, of course, he has a me- I know he has a message in his films, whatever, and things like that. But you know, I feel I I just not personally feel he hasn't had a hit movie in a while, so he wants to come mm-hmm. out and make an easy good film that is pretty much so I would save him some money because he's thinking, well, these uh <laughs> these, these cats are not gonna really need that much to uh, be a part of this film. And why not get people involved who are actually, you know, in the vicinity, live in the vicinity of Chirac, uh, uh, as he portrays it, or 
negative people were portraying. I, I, I would never buy into that Shot Rock stuff. It's like, I'm going to tell you right now. You can say, you can say Shot Rock all day, but I, I'm telling you, from the west side to the south side, and this is honest truth, I am pushing that it's a night owl, and I always was the type to always be out and about. Right, me too. You understand? Know yeah. And, I, and I've been like that for years. Before I became a born-again Christian, and even afterwards, it didn't change. I was always out, and I always uh, never be inside. I always have to be out and about. And I'm going to tell you, of all those years I've been out and about, it mostly has been in an inner city. Now, mm-hmm. let's, let's put a note on that, a, a mark on that. I've been shot. I've been shot in 97. Mm-hmm. Now, all the times I've been out and about in the inner cities, the place where they said is dangerous and shot like and all that, I have not once, and I, I, I am not kidding you when I say this, I have not seen a gunfire. I have not seen a gunfight. I have not seen anyone even close even close range or even um, close enough where so, you know, I didn't see any type of shooting. I didn't see any drive-bys. In the mm-hmm. city of Chicago, I got shot in a suburban area outside of Chicago. You see, a suburban and, area. That's and what I got shot at. telling you where it's unsafe and it's, it's not always the case. Right, right. It, it can be, I mean, come on, you could go, you could go in a school like the people of uh, Sandy Hook. What was that, Connecticut? Yeah, Sandy well, Hook, Connecticut. Uh-huh. Right. You can go to a school, a grammar, a freaking grammar school, almost first, a freaking grammar school, a freaking right. grammar school, and get shot. Right. And that's what, we, that's what scares me, is because no matter where you are, things can happen. And... We need to start being agencies of our own lives where we're like, look, this ain't going to happen here. I'm going to be a different person and not allow the media to make me scared of certain areas or, and I want to direct the media as to what to talk about because the more, the more we hype up violence in the media, the more violence is being done. So I feel if we talk more about the positivity stuff, then the less people are going to want to do Because if I remember correctly, a lot of the people who've done the bombings and a lot of people who've shot up schools, they said they wanted to be famous. And because they knew they were going to be famous because they knew the news was going to cover it way too much. So we need to minimize the glorification of murder and the glorification of killing. And I think we'll be able to see a change in the personality of America. Yes. Oh, wow. You know what? Um, it's still two people on this call. It doesn't matter. But you know what? This is the most phenomenal, awesomest radio show in the nation right now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we can do some good on the air. We can start off rocky, but I know that we will do some good on the air soon. I'm telling you, Thomas Smiley don't have nothing on this show right now. <laughs> he has Why? nothing on this show right now. 
nothing. <laughs> he has nothing on this show because we're talking about some real deal stuff, some real deal Holyfield stuff. This is so. This is like the key right now. What would you say? I'm telling you, it's like we can just say what we just said in the last ten minutes. We can just say that every show. <laughs> no, we, we can just say that every show, and that's mm-hmm. it because that's really the main thing. What we just talked about in ten minutes is just that's it. Yeah, we talked about the main thing, which is love. We talked about the body of Christ, a, a unification of people. And we talked mm-hmm. about where the actual problem is. It's not in, you know, because it's always going to be violence. But where is no wood, the fire goes out. So, and, you know, the word says it's the little foxes that destroy the vine. Mm-hmm. But, but it said, but look at the hit there. It's like a, a prophecy revelation. It said, it's a little fox, says, that destroys the vine. The little fox, the fox, Fox News. We got to destroy Fox News. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about Fox News. They don't deserve my breath. <laughs> wow. You know what we're going to do? Let, let's just do a segment about Fox News. This is like. <laughs> you can do that all by yourself. You can do that all by yourself. I am not wasting my life on Fox News. (laughs) Wow. It's just the truth. Like, I'd rather talk about other things. Um, But I do want to speak about Caitlyn Jenner for a little bit. Um, Okay. I think that that is dope. Like, um, me being a Christian and me being a Christian who actually loves everyone and passes no judgment on anyone. Um, but queen, I really feel about, as if no wait, I really feel. Wait, 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 wait. Let me get my point out, and then you can go. But I really feel as if if you feel comfortable, if you feel like you're a person supposed to be something different, then be that person. Because all that right. I really want you to do is be happy and do his work. If Caitlyn Jenner's oh work was to, if Caitlyn Jenner's work was to be a voice for the transgender and allow the transgender people to be accepted and to be um, acknowledged, then she did her work. Then that's what her goal was. Her goal back in the day was to be an Olympic, be the most awesomest Olympic uh, runner. And she did that. And now she wants to truly be herself. Let her be herself. Don't pass judgment on her. Just let her be. She's not harming you. She's not harming me. It's just that she has wanted to put this out there and she wants to be comfortable. Like, is who, like, for, with her and finding peace, it's wonderful. Because not a lot of people in this world can find peace. And when you do find it, however you find it, you got to hold on to that. Because that will keep you living in a world that is so negative. And the key thing you just said, I mean, you, I mean, wow. I, you said a Christian that doesn't. You said a Christian that doesn't judge. You know what? That's the definition of a Christian. You said what a Christian right, supposed to do. Right, but there's a lot of Christians on the world that do judge people. So I and had to. I had because, to say that. Because it's because the thing is, it's unlearned. It's not they're unlearned. And I say unlearned because God used unlearned. He used. He used. Peter and his brother 
Andrew, the people that saw, they said, oh, he been, he had to have been with Jesus because look how look at the boldness, look at the boldness in him. Look at the bold, look at the boldness in him. There's no way I know this guy. This guy is like he has like a third grade education. I know he's unlearned, but he's with, he had to have been with a powerful man. He had to have been with Jesus because look at him. I know but these are unlearned people. Right, I know these right. are unlearned people, but I know he's been with Jesus. So that lets you know, Jesus, the Lord, uses unlearned people. But it, we can't be unlearned always. We got we, we can't we start off unlearned. Yes, we start off once we get. But we but we start to learn after. Yeah. We're not going to be unlearned anymore. We have to be have to be taught. have to be taught these things. You have to be taught these things, and you have to be taught the Bible. The Word will tell you. Uh, it really sums it up in Romans 13 that the fulfilling of the law is love. Right, and people forget about it. People forget that. And one thing that I noticed that a lot of people do forget, too, is that God uses ordinary people. Like God yeah. uses ordinary people. God used a stutterer, okay? Oh, God yeah. even used a person who was completely against him. Like, we forget that people in the Bible were human. And so they have human personalities, human traits, human traits that we now possess as humans on this earth. So if God can use a stutterer to speak to a whole bunch of people and to, to tell Pharaoh and all that other good stuff, if he can do that, then he can do anything. He can do anything. And I, re- I can't remember the guy's name, but speaking to mental health, but I know that there was a few men in the Bible that struggled with mental health, that struggled with anxieties, that struggled with voices in their head. And God used them, or God used them and their wives to make changes. And people are forgetting that. Like God has experienced, or Jesus has experienced everything that we've gone through. It's just a matter of us realizing that if he did it, we can do it, and how did he do it so that I can do it similar that way so that I can feel better about myself or so that I can empower someone else. Just because, you know, we have faith and just because we believe that we're going to live forever in heaven and everything doesn't make us better than everyone else. Doesn't make oh, it doesn't wow. mean that we don't bleed when we cut ourselves. You know, like we are not above everyone. Uh, you we know are what? on the same level. You know what? You uh, you really um, uh, need to be a um, a world renowned orator. <laughs> what? A orator, wow, meaning a speaker. He's, he's a speaker. putting titles on me. Put a title. Well, you know what? <laughs> you, keep, you keep saying stuff that's driving me like really like bonkers because it's so true. I just want to just give you a hug and be a email. Oh, thank you. It's just nuts how. Wow, I mean, you, you're right on the money with that. Um, you said, I mean, you hit everything right on the nail. And I just, um, wow, I just lost my. Um, That's my okay. Take your time. Um, right. So my we still thing, have um, no, we still have no terminal. callers. Right, and it's like the terminal. Uh, I right. was messing around. The terminal <laughs> thing here. Okay, I'm okay. It's coming back up. Okay. Uh, 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 uh. Do 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 do
I had it up, but I was messing around. You know how you, you got things going and then you mess around and you you mess around with stuff that you shouldn't touch, you know, like a little kid, you know. <laughs> yes, I mean, my, my mom tells you the fire is hot. That doesn't mean you put your hand to it, yes. Yeah, that's me. Uh, I, I, I get enough uh, spankings. Uh, like my hand gets spanked enough, I guess. Um. I'm going to try to get the terminal back up. Uh, okay. I'm so if you, guys are, if you guys are on the call, hang on. He's going to get the terminal up, and we'll talk to you. If you're not, I hope you're listening and you're enjoying the conversation. Feel free to jump in at any point in time because I love to um, just have a good dialogue. This air is open. This is non-judgmental safe space. Okay. Um, I actually was on the right thing. I, I'm actually on the right thing. I was just, uh, I just, I just, uh, I just got to get back on the, uh, the terminal. That's all. Okay. I thought I, min- I, thought I minimized it. You know, but I'm messing with stuff. So let me just get back on track here. I'm touching um, buttons. You know, just, just touching stuff. You know. <laughs> Okay, so let me kind of, let's see what's going on. As I kind of hinted out, in July, for two weeks, I'll be in Europe. So you I'll be broadcasting what? July 1st from Spain. Uh, hopefully. If not, I'm hopefully going to get, I'm going to be broadcasting from Spain. If my phone works in Europe, I will call in for the radio show on July 1st in Spain. Okay. Um, if not, I do want to have a backup, one of my backup friends come and, um, co-host with you, um, but I do want to, and then I also do know that I want to make, um, July 15th the Poet Night, because July 17th to the 19th is the Poet Unity Weekend in Chicago, so I would love to have, um, some of the poet, some of my Brother, brothers and sisters and poet to come and um, spit some awesome poetry. Um, and then I got a couple rappers lined up, as I said. Um, and okay. then I also oh, have a friend who's working on a play in New York. So maybe if she is willing, I could get her on here. We can interview her and we can kind of talk about playwriting and mental health because I know with all that, um, there's a lot going on. There's something up with our creative brain where we're fragile, and we have to find people in our lives that understand our fragility, not in that we're not strong. It's in that we take in a lot from the universe to create our art. And so we can uh-huh. be overloaded and emotional with that. And not yeah. a lot of people understand I, you know, that even though it may not have helped us or hurt us, it still affected us as creative beings. Well, I guess we're going to play the bad cop, good cop on this show because uh, I'm going to a lot of that love. I like, I I like love. having the back and forth. It's all good. Yeah, I'm going to need a lot of, a lot of that, that love because I want to get back on um, uh, Spike Lee. Uh <laughs> Look, I'm a Brooklyn girl. There's not much I can say about him, okay? You know what? Uh, I don't feel your pain. I, I, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to say one more thing about Spike Lee. 
He's a hater. He's a hater. He's a hater. You know who's he's a hater of? He's a hater. Just amuse me now. This is just completely amusing. I know. I, I know I'm amusing myself right now, but I wanted to say this. He's a hater, and I got two proofs. Actually, I got one. Well, actually, one proof. It's a documentary that he was rapping and raving about how you know how much he hates, he, how much he can't stand Tyler Perry. So I'm gonna tell you why though. He, he, he's a hater. He's a hater on Tyler Perry. No, Tyler Perry and Spike Lee should not be in the same conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you say that it should be the same conversation, but he the one who opened up the most can of worms out. He the one who said it. Uh, you can find on YouTube or interview how much he can't stand what uh, Tyler Perry did with the uh, with cinema. Now he's a hater. Well, you have a point though. No, I love that. Tyler Perry. I love Tyler Perry. Don't get me wrong, but uh, we can't be perpetuating certain things. But I also no, don't well, understand it. If it's not why. broke, don't fix it. So first, first of all, look, I can tell a hater. And I, first of all, if I was offending Tyler Perry, I would have to be a fan of Tyler Perry. Let me tell you uh-huh. right now, I am not a fan of Tyler Perry. I like his movie. I think his movies are great. I think his movies are awesome. But I am uh-huh. not a fan. If I can say my favorite director, writer, he would not make probably the top ten. Okay. He would not make the top ten. That means I am not a fan of Tyler Perry. But All right. that means I have no bias when I say this. When you talk and about him, okay. Right. I have no bias when I say this about I know Spike Lee is a hater of Tyler Perry for two reasons. I'm going to say the two reasons why. For one, he took his black fan base, a, a, a big chunk of his fan base, he took it. Secondly, that's his money. That's his pocket. He tapped his pockets pretty much. He tapped his pockets. Secondly, share the people. Secondly, the reason why he's a hater of Tyler Perry because he tapped his pockets from a from a person who who uh, his creed and belief system is the total opposite of his. So it's a slap in the face. Tyler Perry, who kept his pockets, who was a Christian. He, I know he can't stand Christian. He might not hate Christian, but he can't stand the actual creed, and he don't, he don't believe, he don't have that belief system. He don't, he don't follow in that belief system of Christianity. So that was two slaps in the face. The fact that he took a lot of his black fan base, because I'm telling you, back in the day, when it comes to black filming, I don't think you can say anybody else. It was Spike Lee first. Before the Hughes right, Brothers. Always. Before the Hughes Brothers and before it was uh um uh, I just had it on the tip of my tongue. Um Boys in the Hood. Um Yeah, I know who you're talking about, but I can't think of it right now. Oh my god. Um I know his freaking name, I just about to say his name. Oh. Okay, Boys in the Hood, basically Boys in the Hood and, and, um, and Higher Learning. John okay. Singleton, Jesus Christ. John Singleton. Oh, before the, yes. Okay, right. okay, okay. Before, before John Singleton and the Hughes Brothers, it was, I mean, it was I'm sorry, it was uh, Spike Lee. Now, and, you know, Tyler Perry came after all of them. 
part uh-huh. of the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Part of the, the, the mainstream. So we came. He just he tapped his pocket. So you know, and, uh, and he's a Christian. And he's a Christian. So you don't like that? Those two things. <laughs> But see, the thing, the thing that we forget, and, and I think I was watching this on The Real, by the way, I really think that I should be on The Real one day in my life. I think, like, my, my ultimate goal is to sit at the round table with all those ladies, because I really think that I am the Afro-Cuban version of Adrian Bayon, but that's another story. So on The Real, they were talking to the Hollywood divas, and they were explaining how it's difficult as a black actress. So, point blank period, it is difficult as a black actor or actress because everybody's fighting for the same role. And then you come to the problem where if you did a role awesome, they want you to keep doing that role in every movie, a.k.a. be a Kevin Hart. I love Kevin Hart, but he's overdid it. He needs to go sit down and do another role. But, um... But I feel as if, and that's where we run into the problem, is there's so much hate in the black community, in the black creative community, because we're fighting for the same spot instead of creating our own lanes and working to, or working together. And that's why Empire is such a big success, because they all work together. They all care yeah. about each other outside of filming, and they all work together. And if somebody's doing something, guarantee you'll see an Empire castmate at, say, Jesse's album release or Taraji's other film release or you know what I mean? They right. support each other and that's what we're missing in the black community period. Not o- not right. only just the black creative community, we're missing the support. Because right. cause first off, you have society brainwashing us to be light skin versus dark skin, fat versus skinny, natural versus not natural. Like there are so many Things that we fight against each other with for no reason. If we band together quicker, then we can do a lot of change. But because we're so concerned about what society creates as divisions within our communities, this is what creates the problem. Yeah. Wow. So. But like I really feel as if, and I and my one of my good friends is an actress in Hollywood, and she, you know, is a young actress, and she's struggling to get her roles. She got a really dope role on Switch Dippers. Um, her name is Bianca Bethune. Uh, she plays Cherie on Switch Dippers, and I feel as if, you know, she she plays what role she is Cherie. Cherie on Switched at Birth, and she also played Martin Lawrence's daughter in Bad Boys 2. Well, look, well, she, she's in a door. She's what? And I, and I, she's in a door. She's she's in the door now, so that means she can put she's, that on her, uh, those things she can always put on, have on her resume, and right, as her resume grows, right. she has more opportunities. And more but people, as she's growing that, up, yeah. As she's growing up, she has to be be careful of, and I know she does because we talk often. We have to. She has to be careful of being typecast, and she has to be careful of only accepting the stereotypical black female role. Like you can play the game, like do do Shonda Rhimes thing. Play the game for a while, and then as soon as you get your your acclaim, flip the script and say, "This is what I've been wanting to do for the whole, my whole career. I just need to get my foot in the door." Because Sharonda Rhimes wrote, I, I'll never forget this, Sh- Shonda Rhimes wrote 
Princess Diaries, and you're looking at that like, she wrote that, and now she's writing Scandal and Grey's Anatomy with strong black female roles, like leads, and she wrote Princess Diaries, like that's complete flip. So, you know, get your foot in the door, but don't compromise your world. You know what? Um, I, I'm, I'm actually, uh, believe it or not, I'm actually an uh, aspiring actor myself. Mm-hmm. And I plan to um, uh, transition um, into the, um, the acting field. I'm no stranger to acting based on independent films uh, in my time. But um, I feel that... I feel Hello? that you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. My phone just did a weird sound, but I'm good. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel that that's good that people, uh, like Monique, uh, she has a story about she was blackballed because she was blackballed because she had, she's an Oscar winner, and she feels she should not have to play downgrade or um, take these roles that she feels uh, she shouldn't take because uh, she should have more better roles. Of course. I feel with, you know, with the pedigree, you can demand those things. Right. And, and, um, and, that's, and that's true. Once you get that Academy Award, you have more uh, uh, leeway to say, you know, call the shots like, okay, I want better roles. But when you're just starting out, and they say, well, I don't work, I, I'm concerned about being typecast. Um, once I get into acting, you know, I don't want to put any type of, uh, put anything out of the atmosphere that will try to limit me or anything like that. But I'm just going to tell you the truth that if I get any type of door opening and, and I end up getting the same roles and they start to say it was typecast, I don't believe in typecast, believe it or not, because I believe once you get in the door, and you might start up with one role, and you might start getting those different roles with that different, with that same character. I believe that a royalty check, a residual is a residual, <laughs> whether you whether you typecast or not, because with a residual check, really typecast or not, if you typecast, it's still it's another movie that you can get in. Even though you're a typecast, or they might say you're a typecast, it's still another movie. It's still another space on your resume. Now, uh-huh. for you to be for you to be untypecast, that's up to you. You have to in auditions. You have to show them on the other side because you can you can be like, for instance, you can be in one role and someone can see you as that role and say, "Oh yeah, he's always playing this bad guy." But once you play another role. The people sitting on the side of you, and they actually see it on the screen. Now, you're not going to be typecasting anymore. People are going to say, "Oh, that's a great right, actor." But, but yeah, you gotta you gotta get to the point where you're done doing all those similar roles. Like you gotta yeah. look for that game changer role. Yeah, but I think the way to do that, I think the way to do that to change a role, you know how you, you know how you can do a change a role without. Uh, the stipulations or the, you know, the confines of Hollywood is doing it independent. Right. And that's, that's why a lot of people from Hollywood movies are doing. They're writing their own stuff. Right, right. And then, because that residual 
check is still income coming in that will uh, finance your own dream. So I'm not turning down any check. Now, some checks is bad. Like, for instance, like, if Monique did a, did a movie right now, if she did a movie like right now and did a Soul Plane Part 2, that would hurt her dramatically. Mm-hmm. If Kevin Hart did a soul, if Kevin Hart did a soul play part two, it would hurt him dramatically. Now, oh please, started, no, please, not that I, one. I, oh Lord. Right, exactly. When you think of soul play, that's exactly what you say, oh Lord. But the first one, I didn't, I'm telling you right now, I didn't know who Kevin Hart was until I saw Soul Play. I've never seen him. Really? Before. Oh, I, oh, I've known him before. I have never. I have never seen Kevin Hart in anywhere. Any, I'm not even stand up. Until I saw Soul Plane. That was my first time seeing Kevin Hart. So it might have been a bad movie, but hey, it was a it was a door. <laughs> right, right, right. It was You're a right. bad door. It had a little uh creaks and all the haters was coming off of it, but uh it was a door. So. <laughs> it was a door. Okay. A door is a door is a door, everyone. A door is a door, right? <laughs> A door is a door is a door, but all I'm saying is don't compromise your mur- your morals just because you want a door oh. open. You know what? I was just now I was about to put the catch twenty two the uh, the disclaimer on that one too because when I was saying that I was thinking about okay what about the homosexual roles? Okay, that's a door I'm not going in. All right, that's the, I mean that's you. I'm not I can tell you, like, they could say if he really played the gay person very well, you say, that is a dope actor. He can really be method. It's totally out of his comfort zone, but he's going for it. That's what they can possibly say. But, you know, not many people can do that. Is, you know what? Or not many people want to do that, I should say. Uh. You know, if, if you keep going, like if you get into a vehicle, a plane, or some type of vehicle, and keep going straight, you know, you know the earth is round, so to keep going, you're gonna eventually keep, you're gonna eventually keep going. But, All right. But but you know what? Depending on what vehicle you're gonna get in, hey, I I choose whatever vehicle I'm gonna get in to get around the earth uh, twice, whatever. I can go in one direction. That it is unlimited. I can always keep going. It's not a, it's not a, um, a limit. But I can keep going. It's always going, going and going, and it won't stop. But I can choose the vehicle to keep going. Uh-huh. I can choose the vehicle. So if I decide I want to play these rules, but I decide I'm not going to take that vehicle, that doesn't stop me from keep going. I can keep going, but I decide, well, I'm not going through that door. I go to yeah. I see a lot of doors. I go to a door, but that door right there, I'm not going to that. I'm not going. I'm not. I'm gonna say right now the doors I'm not going in. I'm not going to the door of blaspheming God. Okay. As blaspheming or making uh putting God as, anything that's mocking God anyway or blasphemous towards God. I'm, I'm not going to that door. That. And also, I'm not going to the homosexual door. Okay. That's you. Right. That's you. That's totally you. Um, how and are I, the lines looking? And, I, and I, I'm telling you right now, I'm not just speaking as prophetically like uh, 
just I'm talking about that actually happened. I'm talking about something that actually happened for a play I was being a part of. She actually um, the facilitator, and this is a Christian play. She actually asked me, asked me, uh, could you play this rapist? And but the rapist what? is actually, yeah, the rapist is actually raping a boy, a young teenager. She actually uh-huh. asked me if I could play that, play a scene, and I said, sorry, I cannot play that role. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even on, and I'm trying to. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's. A, I I'm mean, not, don't compromise your morals. I'm not. I'm like, let me let me go ahead and nip this in the bud right now. I'm like, I know this is what I want to do as far as uh, in addition to the poetry, but I'm telling you right now, I'm not. I'm not going to play any type of uh, demoralizing myself, defiling myself with that type of role. Mm-hmm. No. Now, if I now. I always wanted to play a bad guy, though. That's that's a role I always dream about playing. But it's just so easy to be like a it's good so guy. Easy to be bad. Oh, it's so easy to be a good guy for you. Okay. It's like it's so easy to do that. It's like I want something that's exciting. I'd be more. I don't know. It's like I feel like I'd be more driven if I could do something like a bad guy, a villain, or something. I feel like I'd be more of a use. Okay. <laughs> to the okay. film industry. Okay, that's Whatever you feel might be good for you. I'm definitely, I mean, who am I to tell you about your career, you know? Like, right. I mean, I'm not your girlfriend. Like, when am I Like, my voice really don't matter unless I know that you're hurting yourself. Then I'm going to be like, no. Right. I think I'm, I think I'm. I think if I was hurting myself, I think I've uh, I think it's too late for that. I've definitely hurt myself in different things, yeah. But I've done I've done it, and I saw the fruition of it, and it ended up being for um for the good. Whatever I did, I hurt myself. Okay. I didn't hurt myself because there's always a, there's always going to be a sacrifice. Whatever you try to do. Right, right, right. Something's got to fall off, and whatever's meant to stay, whatever's meant to. Uh, Stay with you. It's gonna stay with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh Lord. I just turned around and there's gonna be about three people smoking. I can't do this. Keep your smoke. If you're gonna smoke, go somewhere else. Like it's not cool, man. It's Where are you cool. at? I'm in a park right now. Wow. Is it really like? Wow. Is it a park with an open space like that? It'll be like a lot of. Um, Tranquility going on. And well, hopefully too. there will be once the music starts. Everyone will be oh. quiet and enjoying the music. Oh, music! Uh, what type of music? Well, Shaka Khan is supposed to be here. I mean, she's supposed to have been started, but you know, everybody's always running late. Is it jazz or what is it? What type of music? Shaka, you you don't know who Shaka Khan is. Oh shoot, Shaka Khan! Of course. Yes. You said it. You, you said it. Shaka Khan night. So yes, Shaka Khan night. You're in a park to see Shaka Khan. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm celebrating Brooklyn tonight, baby. Shaka Khan is the bomb. She if really still is. Say that. I don't know if they still she say the bomb. Really but she is. Really is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, She's wow. Dumb. 
She's really she's dope. dope. Yeah, she's definitely dope. Uh, what time is she on? She's supposed to be on. It's supposed to come. Supposed to start at eight o'clock. So what do we have? What's our time running? Because I know we're supposed to be off the air at eight thirty. So where are we? Where are we at right now? We got, we got we got twenty minutes. We got twenty minutes, and shock ain't even start. Right. <laughs> In, in, tw- in twenty minutes, I, in twenty minutes, I'm eating Panda Express. Hey, <laughs> that you'll laugh. Panda Express the food or Panda Express the movie? Panda Express the movie. Okay, gotcha. What did you say? I said Panda Express the food or Panda Express the movie. No, I'm going to Panda. I'm going to Panda Express the the, um, the food. Okay, the food. All right, got gotcha. you. Now, Panda, the Panda is that Panda? Uh, okay, Panda Express. It is a Panda Express movie, isn't it? I think so, if I remember correctly. It was a really oh. weird movie. I didn't really care for it too much. Wow, <laughs> I don't think I even saw that movie. <laughs> I I think I just saw it by accident. I was probably channel surfing. Oh, okay. Um, channel surfing. Um, would that be cable or Netflix? Cable. Okay, because I think you have a better chance of watching a movie on cable than Netflix. Because yeah. Because with Netflix, you're going to be two hours trying to find a good movie. And the time you try to find a movie, that's two hours right there. It's like a, a whole movie, a whole movie time trying to find a movie. By the time you find a movie, you're gonna be snoring. As soon as the credits go up. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, what was that? I saw a flashing light. If it starts to rain, I'm booking it, y'all. I'm not staying in this park. <laughs> I'm out of oh, here. Shoot. If it's you nice sure, rain. You sure it wasn't aliens? Like, Shaka Khan might come down in a spaceship. <laughs> I wish. Uh, Shaka Khan, she might be part of the elite. And you know the elite, they, like, they talk, they commune, they commune with, um, they commune with aliens. So she might come down in a spaceship. I'm talking crazy now. I'm going to stop. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. <laughs> okay, oh, you want to say Oh, you you gonna finish like a car like that? You you that much of a fan? You gonna feel honor? Shaka is not an alien. Shaka, we love I, you. You're not an alien. Hey, look, I I love look, I love Shaka. I love Shaka, and she's definitely she she's the one that's exposing her. She exposed it on uh, the interview talking about uh, Whitney Houston. Right. Right. She knows. She knows what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, she knows what's going on in Hollywood. She says it's demonized. Did you see that? She said the issue is demonized. Oh, interesting. You gotta see that. Shocker's all that. She's all right with me. Good. I'm glad you like her. But she don't know nothing about Shocker Khan anyway, because uh, that's that's old school. But see, oh, like, the feeling of her soul music is, like, what we need today. We need music that has that feeling. We don't need right, ratchet music. We don't need 
money, cars, and B-I-T-C-H-S. We don't need that. We need things that matter. We need feel-good music, happy music. Because that's, you know, the more that we populate the world with stuff that matters, the better the world will be. Absolutely. All right, the screen changed the weird red color, so it might happen soon. We might have happen soon. We do. Yep. Who do we have today? Who's on the line with us? We have a caller from um, Tennessee. From Tennessee, is it M dot? Yes, it is. Happy birthday, M dot. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Happy birthday, M dot. Happy you. birthday. Thank you, fam. How you kings and queens doing? Hey, Good. It's, it's awesome to hear you. Oh, wow. You were uh, phenomenal last time. Thank you. Right, right, right. Phenomenal. Thank so you. So what are you doing for your birthday, man? I have done absolutely nothing, and that's exactly what I wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> I got away from, from the kids, from the lady, just did just chilled out, and that's, that's all I've been doing all day. That's stuff. So, cool if I spit a piece. Yes, please. We've yes. just been chatting about current events the whole, the whole hour and a half. So go ahead. <laughs> so what's the what's the vibe? Something deep or the vibe is it's whatever you want to be. It's a non-judgmental, okay. um, open uh, space. You can, you can talk about whatever you feel. All right. Well, I guess this would be appropriate to do today. Um. I choose the right to tame the wild. Two souls together, one with a joker smile. See, I can be deceitful when I want to. I can do real evil when I really want to, but I don't really want to hurt your feelings. I'm a good guy despite my windy beginnings. See, I've been sentenced before I do help you. I'm proud, too. However, you would like me if you got to know me. If you choose to look past my mask, you will discover a reflection of a man who's still learning how to grow real nice and slow or however you choose to lead. I'm a monster who likes to read, skip to mentally insert my seed. When smoking weed, it's hard controlling the things I say. No matter the time of day, my blood, it rushes as it may to stimulate minds. It's either yours or mine. I'm fine. I tend to struggle in thinking before I speak. See, these words, they're framed from teeth, meant to be shredded and threaded into a rope in order to pull your attention into the palm of my hand. I try to be quiet as best I can. All this attention I'm still adjusting to. Who would ever knew that don't be no books would come in handy? I write love songs You can sugar sweet and chocolate of a peanut m and with Chanel and Kim preferred after Mike's left my night. I try to write and start to speak. Inside my mind lies a gentle beast. Each girl I seek looks like a future feast. My feet go weak and it's hard for me to walk away sometimes. So sometimes I stay. Days by honey flavored coated eyes and a collection of smiles trained to disguise innocence for what it's not. I think a lot about fantasies and dream worlds which are found within limbs that close much more often than never. It's sometimes clever how easily it is for me to switch. A shy guy with flaws transform into this. I call you my bitch, but only if you take it this. I'm a monster inside a teddy bear and it often scares me over my mouth. I'm too afraid of the words that might often come out. Therefore, I choose the right to tame the wild. Two souls together. One with a joke and smile. Don't speak. That is dope, yo. Dope. Dope it in. Thank you. You say you're a monster inside a teddy bear. <laughs> what? Yeah, I appreciate all the candy references. 
<laughs> thank you. Thank you, thank you. I totally that, appreciate that. Man, thanks for reaching out and showing me love. Yes. Uh, I'm a, what is Paul Jeffries? What is Paul Jeffries? Well, it's called Gemini Poet. And I, I, yeah. I, as a Gemini, you know, we do. You got to learn how to control those two twins and oh, okay. smashing together. And and I, that that piece was just a reflection of both twins speaking together, you know, and how I choose the right to tame the wild. Two souls together, one with a joker smile. Okay, okay, you try, you channeling, oh. you channeling your your sign there. <laughs> I see, I oh. see, I see. Yes. That's dope. That's, thank you, that's, thank that's, you. That's, that's thank awesome, you. Cause, uh, I was, um, uh, you, you say the twins is like, that's, that's awesome, because I, I was writing a piece. I was writing, I was writing, a, I, I, I'm writing a piece actually on a spiritual side called bipolar. Mm. Like the natural and the spiritual side of bi, like bipolar. So it's like two, like two references there. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But, it, yeah. but, it's totally, but it's totally different different from what you're saying though. Because you're saying yeah. it's the, it's actually two sides, but it's not it's not a bipolar. But you're saying there's two sides of you, like a like more of a personality type thing. Yeah. But, and I, I but the, the Gemini attributes you said. Yeah, you know, because that's when you when somebody say that what 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 really inspired is that whenever I say I'm a Gemini, the first I, first look I get is oh. Y'all, all Geminis are crazy, and I agree. <laughs> you agree? We are, we, we uh-huh. are crazy because we have, where the normal person only has one mind, we have two that we have to deal with, and wow. that, that and those the voices and the visions that we see can string you out sometimes, and it's hard to actually maintain both twins in a respectful way so you're able to function and maneuver to one, whichever one you need to at the time. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, it's, I, I think that, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a real mind trip once you really think about it. But I really feel like as, as Gemini's, we, it's, it's, once you, okay. if you learn how to control those two, two twins, you're able to see things from two different perspectives. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, that's dope, man. That's really dope. <laughs> thank you, thank and, you. Um, um, okay, so we're finally seeing the screen and people are talking, so Shaka's coming soon, guys. This is, like, dope. This is crazy. But what I also wanted to do, MJ, because I know you wanted to be part of Scenic Productions, and don't worry, I didn't forget about you. <laughs> um, we are going to be talking later um, to get all the information because I'm going to um, send out a whole bunch of business cards and all that nice good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But I also want you to let everybody know where they can find you and what you're going to be up to soon. Uh, well, this month I'm kind of just just taking taking a month of rest, uh, but I will oh, be. Oh, it's your first uh, so you're relaxing. Yeah, I'm relaxing, just in, in, enjoying the whole month. Uh, but I do have a show on February 28th. Um, you can see all the information on Facebook uh, at m slash dot m dot space the da 
Poet. M. Dot the Poet. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, wherever, Twitter. And uh, just hit me up. Show, I, I'll share all the information on there. That's it. Awesome. Cool. I'm, awesome. Not, I'm not doing no I'm sit back and listen. If y'all need me to spit a couple more pieces, I'm free. Okay. How are we doing, just, on, how are we doing on time, Mannerism? We got... We got uh, about eight minutes. We can do this. We can do this. I can um. We can go. We can go. Three, we can go three pieces back to back. Like M die go, I go, and then you go, uh, uh, Asuka, to uh, close it out. Um. Okay. I will do comments because now it's getting really loud here, so I don't think you guys will be able to hear me that well. So I'll just give you comments. And I'll, okay, close okay. Out, I'll close out the show to remind everybody what to tune in for next week. Does that sound good? Or... Hey, it sounds great. Okay. okay. You want me to start it off? So, yes, um, yes. Yeah. go ahead. Okay. Um, don't you see this white hat? Use your imagination. I'm wearing a 10,000-pound white hat. These are not words. If only you heard the world which I see, poetry is who I am. I am a poet. Defender of galaxies. Protector of all those which are true. I got homies too, locked, loaded, ready for war. Hardcore poets is who we be. Standing for love, soul, and dignity. An entire community full of poets. And I am one. Respect me for who I am. I've been speaking throughout history. The voice that yell conspiracy. There's no mystery why I rhyme and rhythm. I created the structure of writing songs. Been on earth long before there was man. Held hands with God. And goddesses with crowns made of gold. Despite of what you've been told, I am a poet. And I'm wearing a white hat. Made from back to wood with threats of fiber still straining in its veins. I'm here for change. Respect me for who I am. I am Maya Langston. Gwendolyn Brooks with a mere baraka across my chest. This isn't a test. Feel free to Google me if you may. I say this hat. It fits me quite well. Open your mouth and yell, I am poet. Make them respect you for who you are. You are gladiator. So sound for the title of the poet. And I'm wearing a white hat. I'm saving America. Respect me for who I am. That was awesome sauce. Yes. Yes, that was awesome sauce. Considering everything that we talked about earlier, it's totally, totally fit, man. <laughs> it totally, totally fits because, you know, we got to be that way now. We got to be that difference. We got to be that change. Yes. Absolutely. We are the voices. Okay. Okay. This, okay, this piece is called Rehab. Okay. I'm going to spit this piece here. What comes to mind when you hear the word rehab? Rehab. Some of y'all might think of overcoming drug addiction that he or she had. Or some of y'all might think of physical therapy from a gunshot wound after you see wrath or recovery after you bleed bad from three stabs from a jealous house <laughs> tree mad. Well, Actually, I'm talking about real estate. My soul is a property. God is a contractor. Purchasing my soul like a cross, he's an investor. When the enemy came in like a flood, God lifted up a standard. He's my insurance. He's my protector. He's my construction worker, physician, and a professor. See, I had a passing test so I could move on to the next class for next semester. But I ain't talking about school. I'm talking about rehab. Tearing down those old toxic walls, ripping those rollers out of my foundation before the termites start to <laughs> Now that clean Vashti is gone, is on. I'm looking for a nester. Rehab. 
Tearing down those old brick walls because they blocked my windows from receiving the sun's light. I'm building a steady yard near my wall with God's word in one hand, other hand, holding my spiritual guns tight. Now here they come, flight. Modern day Shambhalat and Tobiah, trying to conspire what I aspire. I'm doing a great work so I can come down to their level. I'm rebuilding to the next plateau and going higher. Rehab. At the folks who wrote you off for such a note on you, saying Kadil, they voted you up and put a padlock on you. And you thought this was the end? Oh, but I got some good news, my friend. According to Romans 81, it says there is now no condemnation. Now, when Jesus is the inspector, the founder, and the foundation, he's the landlord, the carpenter, and the carpentry. tree, the way he was nailed to that wood, the way he was nailed to that tree. He got up out of his tomb and let the red blood stain. He got up, so you get up. Let him rehab you from that old hurt and pain. He can rehab you from the ground up to pull in your helmet. Put on your boots. Cover your chest with a vest and gird your lungs about with poop. You might look a lot of messy, a lot of debris, a lot of trash. Cover up your face with a transparent mask so people can feel so you are but not breathing in the dust from the past. We have. Renovation of the interior first to exterior secondary. Ever been to somebody's house and was like, it is good from the outside, but inside, ooh, scary. It's time to get gutted out. Take all the junk out. Not to recycle and be in the duck site. Don't be a hoarder. Stop holding on to stuff. I'm not judging. I'm just trying to help you. Come on. You and me, two or three, let's get this house in order. Because you can't put new wine in old bottles. A little decoration and perks won't hurt. Let me introduce you to a Jewish carpenter. I know he does excellent work. Rehab. Don't stand there being a builder for too long because that's what those old residents are trying to intervene. Those old demons got the eviction notice a long time ago. But they keep coming back to the scene. I hear knocking at the door. Oh, it's a carpenter. Let him in. Meet with him. Tell him all you want done. Sit down. Eat with him. Let him listen to the window of your soul, your windows pain, and pain through your windows. The dreams you painting now seem cracked and chipped, and you crying out with non-verbal in your windows. It looks like the roof is caving in. Plus, the old friend is also really bad. That weatherproof that makes you feel the cold chills from this world. About to bust those old rusty pipe dreams. Oh, how cold and lonely the night seems. But wait until the morning, you're about to see the joy the light brings. The carpenter is here now. Ready to give you a free consolation and free estimate. Guess what? It's all paid for because you got good insurance. Just pull out that blood card and I'll take care of the rest of it. Go ahead, talk to them. Don't be nervous standing there with your hands shaking off. And Dr. Mitchell, you're a certified plumber and gardener. He's known to add on a new water system and landscaping. That means not only to restore the insides, cultivating all around your facility. Change your filtration system from extended water to living water. pH balance and high levels of alkalinity. Jesus is the remedy, the rehabilitation for the nation. It's the only that the builders rejected out ahead of the corner, the right hand of the father's where he's placed here. He's like the blueprint, the floor plan, whether it's new construction or reconstruction. He wants to be a commission. I know what some of y'all think. You may not need more than some rehab. Bring on the bulldozers and wrecking crew. Demolition. We're building you from the ground up. Going to the kingdom's hard work with the for all your needs according to his riches and glory. You no longer run down shack. You want a high rise or the higher you go, the more you have stories. We're coming together now. Looking good. And that's what I call housing development. The damage and breakdowns you've been through is all relevant. I know times are hard like a man that's celibate. 
God built on top of the foundation, hold down the touch of the jewels, all prevalent to architect in your soul was so intelligent. Got you looking like Solomon, simple, so elegant. God took the brokenness and perfectness to restoration, increasing your market value. No longer give a devil a lease agreement just to be allowed to defile you. You give people something to smile to. Your beautification made people stop and stare there. People say I wasn't aware there. It's even a house with all those moss, weeds, dead trees, wear and tear there. Now the spirit of God can inhabit you. Now the spirit of God can dwell there. The gates of hell won't prevail there. Now that's a roof is When it rains, you don't have to kick the bucket of hell there. This old house and not this new house. No thanks to Bob Vila. I guess I'll see you at your house for Until next time, see ya. And I said peace. Uh, that was like I'm still mad. I'm still trying to um, what you call it, marinate on all that. You was teaching. <laughs> you were teaching on that. That was dope. Take and it was very funny because as soon as you finished, Shana came out. So like you got like a big screen for for your poem. And so that was dope, man. That was dope. All well, right. in the last yeah. few minutes. Tune in in two weeks, guys. We're going to talk about creativity and mental health, and I want to speak a lot on Robin Williams. So please stay okay. tuned uh, in two weeks, and we'll talk one. about that. <laughs> That's going to be a good one. Okay. All, All right. right. All right. Thank you, Matt. Thank, thank you so much. Enjoy your birthday. Enjoy your relaxing, pampering birthday. <laughs> thank you. You all have a good day. All right. Bless you you all. too. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.